Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life. And the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. And today we have an amazing show for you today. We are finishing up on our series of our property management and all the staff and the people that work in it. And we are finishing out and going out with a bang. So we are going to introduce my wonderful, wonderful wife and partner, Shelly Peterson. So Shelly, I love you. Hi, honey. Hey, everybody. So glad to be here. All right. So we're going to go into a little bit of our story and all these things. You're not going to want to miss this because Shelly knows me pretty intimately and my good, bad, and the ugly of just even me and myself and how we work together because it is a little crazy. We're both Mavericks. But before we get to that, though, guys, a word from our sponsors. Hey, this is Shelly Peterson, Corey's better half. My husband shares amazing stories of the good, bad, and ugly of apartment investing. And while many of you want to do this yourselves, we have found that a lot of you would like to invest alongside with us. If that is you, I want to invite you to get on a short webinar where we discuss our deal room and how you can be a part of our private investor club. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar and register now. You won't be disappointed. Again, go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar. And we look forward to sharing our private deal room with you. All right, we're back. And so, Shelly, without further ado, let's just give everybody a little bit of your backstory so they can understand who you are and why I married you or why you married me. Oh, my gosh. Do we want to do a backstory of our love story of just who I am growing up in an Asian household in Tulsa, Oklahoma, hard knocks, humble roots. Which part do you want to know, honey? And guys, just so you all know, I call him daddy sometimes, so it might get a little bit weird. But my pet names for Corey is daddy, love, honey, darling. We have all kinds of fun names for each other. (laughs) But yeah, so just a little bit of background of me. For those that know me, I was born and bred in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was raised in an Asian household. So for all my Asians that are out there, you know the pain that I've been through over the years with Mama Lucy. There's a lot of Mama Lucy stories, but I grew up with a lot of love. We always had food on the table. We didn't have much growing up, but we came from a very loving family. The one thing that my mom always taught me was to make it on my own. She says, Shelley, you go to college and you get degree because you don't depend on nobody to take care of you. So that's what I did. I went to college. I got my master's in science and I'm a registered dietitian by trade. Now, note, I am the worst one you'll ever know. Corey does not take dieting advice from his wife. That is like the number one rule. But I do love to cook. Corey and I, we met karaoke in. We have a lot of similar backgrounds. But yeah, that's the short and sweet of it, of my background. Yeah, my background was just your major work accomplishment background, but you went far back. That's good. You know what? Listen, (laughs) it was open door with you, my friend. So let's talk about your professional. Where did you come from and what are you doing now? All right. So my background, a dietitian, and then I went to hotel management and then pharmaceutical sales. There we go. So I don't know how that ended up happening. I say it's God's plan, but majority of my career has been in the pharmaceutical industry. I worked for two big, large pharma companies and in 2016, happily retired from the pharmaceutical industry. But what did you do there, Shell? 
So for the most part, I was a representative just slinging drugs to the docs, all kinds of doctors, OBGYN. A salesperson, by the way. Salesperson. And then I got promoted into a district manager where I managed nine lovely ladies on the West Coast. And I traveled a lot, did a lot of training and coaching and mentoring and sold women's health products and, and taught these girls how to do the same. More importantly, what were you ranked? Number one, honey, you know this. Or number two, right? There's always one or two. Winner's circle. Those are the fun days. Yeah. The only reason they ranked you number two is because they changed the rules in the middle of the... Well, for those that are in sales, they understand that. So when you hit your sales quota, guess what they do the following year? They raise your sales quota. <laughs> they always want you to do more, or right? they change the metrics. Yeah. They always seem like they always they change, change the metrics. The metrics. But... More importantly is, though, what I've seen you do this whole time is you've been able to communicate with people and really the connection with anybody. I think that's your biggest strength and your biggest gift that I've always known you've had and you've always sold it to another company, right? Pharmaceutical company, right? So I've always known this, but it took baby, baby, baby steps to get my wife to the dark side. Because then she became a, a regional manager. She actually took a team that was ranked very last, dead last. Oh. And they ended up at number one. Right. right? Why? Because Shelly's that good, but she cares. And she led her team and she gave them the word. She helped them do things that were really spectacular. But the main thing is she knows how to connect with people. That's, I think, is your most unique gift, in my opinion, honey, oh. and what you do. So let's talk about. How you kind of came into the kahuna world? Well, number one, you said, please, honey, I need your help. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I will say that when in 2016, when I would say retired from the pharmaceutical industry, at that time, we were starting to do our events, our kahuna boardroom, our mastermind, all these things. We were growing the education system. I love doing events. More importantly, I love meeting new people. And so back in the day, when you and I would go to these conferences, I always remember, I'm like, man, where are all the ladies at? And I'd look at these events, I'm like, oh, man, we could do it so much better. And so I think that's where I started out was just the event planning and then bringing people together. And then after we did our first um, education event, I started learning things from you, Corey, honey. So I think over the years, I'm like, wow, I understand what a... PSA is. I understand what cap rates mean. I understand underwriting. I understand syndication. And I think over time, I felt very comfortable with the language. Now, you have to remember, I had a medical background and science was my world. I understood product circulars. I understood drug to drug interactions. Learning the language of apartments was completely foreign to me. And I think that can be overwhelming for a lot of people that don't understand syndication or if they don't understand multifamily investing. And so over the years, I got very comfortable. And so he said, well, how about investor relations? And I think that is where I have the most fun and I enjoy the role as investor relations. And so my main role here at Kahuna Investments is simply just meeting new people, loving on them, getting to know them and walking them through Kahuna Investments process and procedures on how we do things. And it's my goal to make it to where we are the gold standard and showing people in our industry, like this is what investors should expect, what investors should know. And I'm making it a mission because I know that there's some operators that tiss, tiss, naughty, naughty, <laughs> you know? And so we want to make sure that we are doing our very best and that we can teach others in this space on how to do things the right way. 
Yep. And really, at the end of the day, what she didn't really say is her job is to get the money in, right? <laughs> that too. She only, she's getting around the whole part of it, but what she really does is she is the closer. She's the hammer, right? She will take, and really, she starts off with the the first part of the call, which is our introductory call, right? So if you've come into our program for the first time and you found, if you listen to our bumper on this podcast where it says, come join us, it'll eventually find Shelly. You'll book a call with my wife and she'll tell you about our process, the way we do it. And then eventually when we have active deals, I do the webinar and I talk about the whole thing, but once people kind of say, yeah, I'm kind of interested, from there, Shelly is the one that wrangles everybody in because it's weird. It's the craziest thing, right? Yeah, it's like herding cats, Corey. That's what I always say. It's always herding cats, paperwork and herding money. <laughs> yeah, so she does it remarkably well because this is the amazing part. So Shelly, you know details about people that no one else could ever remember. How do you do that? So I'll give you an example. She's calling this one guy. She's like, do you remember this guy? His daughter's name's this. The son's named that, and they've got blankety blank. I mean, just lining it up. And I'm like, uh, and I'm still like, I've drawn a blank. <laughs> I don't see it. And Shelly knows all these details. Don't you remember? So-and-so's about ready, or they had a baby not too long ago. And I'm just like, what? How do you do that? It's my superpower, honey. That's the only thing I could say. I've been gifted with that. But I will say, as I'm getting older, I get a little bit forgetful. So it's very important when you are tracking investors or investor management that you are taking great notes in your CRM. So sometimes it takes a minute for me to jog my memory, but I'll give you an example of the one that you're talking about. Let's call him Casey, just for private purposes. And I'm like, hey, Casey, you know, I was looking in his notes. I noticed that he had a grandson that was eight months old. I said, oh my gosh, so-and-so is probably what? Almost two now. He's like, yeah, you remember. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's in my notes. But <laughs> it's little things like that that matter to our investors. They know that we genuinely care and that we are involved. When you are working with investors, you have to remember that they're in partnership with you in these deals. So it's very important that not only they get to know you as an operator and who you are, it's very important for us to get to know them on who they are. And I firmly believe that. Yeah. And really what it's allowed us to do is... I'm kind of the deal operations operator, right? So I go out, I go find the deals. I help manage my team. I have a Gannon that helps me do that remarkably well. He really puts all the dot, you know, dots, I's and crosses the T's. And I run that machine. And then it's nice to have someone on the other side. And Shelly and I, we are in different parts of our office. Oh, yeah. The folks, for those that know us, if you walk into the Kahuna office, Corey's on the other side. We like keeping them there <laughs> on the other side of the building. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I, I come around just to screw with people, right? I, what's up? They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. He comes in hot sometimes. He's a disruptor. I'm like, get back to your side, please. <laughs> yeah. But here's the funny part is, so Shelly and I are both Mavericks. So we have this called predictive index and there's a test that tells you kind of like your personality profile. And uh, we're both Mavericks. And all that really means is we have a very strong drive. Shelly, her biggest strength is she's a social person. She loves people. I'm right in the middle. I don't need people, but it's okay, right? But then our attention to detail, we're both off the charts, like messy. You go to our house and it's not perfect. The only reason it is perfect is because we have someone that comes in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and does light cleaning and does our laundry 
for four hours a day. You're making me look bad, honey. No, no, what? this is the greatest <laughs> gift I could give you. But I will tell you, for anybody that's listening, if you want to give your wife the best present ever is to find a housekeeper on a daily basis. And if she hates doing laundry like me, find someone that will do laundry. It's yeah. life-changing. Well, honey, there's no qualms and zips or butts, but it is the best gift. It is. We just look at it as just part of our overall living expenses, right? So it didn't start off with three days a week. For anybody ever listening, it started off with once a month house clean, right? And then we did once a week house clean. And then we're like, well, we don't do laundry. Like, who wants to do that? And I was like, you're right. So then we hired a girl. Her name's Josephine. And she comes in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, does all her laundry and cleans the house every day. Not deep cleaning, but like the kitchen, the living room, sweep and mop. It just makes our life easier. Three days a week. Yep. And it makes our life easy. So we can go out on a weekend and we're doing whatever we want. And we're not trying to figure out how to juggle the house, right? Because Shelly is a working woman. Now, listen, I know a lot of working women that still do both, right? But I would tell you one of the biggest gifts you can give is that right there. Wouldn't you agree, Shelly? Honey, I tell you what, for those that are listening, I love Corey long time for this because it is the best, best gift ever. So thank you my love. I appreciate that so much more than you'll ever know. Well, but more importantly is, so when I say that we're both mavericks, right? Mavericks have a certain way of communicating. And it is always when people watch mavericks go at it, Uh oh. they think we're fighting. We never fight, right, honey? <laughs> well, if we do, we make up pretty quick. <laughs> well, I would just call it, we're trying to communicate. Right. That's right. We're pretty direct. <laughs> and uh, people in our office are like, all right, kids, are mommy, daddy fighting. <laughs> right. It's always a little bit uncomfortable. We're like, no, it's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> we're just trying to get there, you know. Yeah. And then eventually, because she'll give me the stink eye. Mm, <laughs> right. And so that's when I know, like, I've crossed the line and I cross it sometimes brazenly right and then i'm like oh yeah back on my side um but we have learned how to make up very quickly that's the other part about mavericks like when it's over it's over all right that was our battle we had to figure out who was going to have dominance in it and sometimes shelly wins sometimes i win right sometimes we both lose we're like gosh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but that's the way it works for us so two sides of the office but really same skill set and really i think that's helped propel our business what do you think shell Absolutely. And I will say, even though that you and I are not detail oriented, I will say that our folks that are with Kahuna, we have hired some amazing detail oriented individuals that keep us straight. So thank God for them. Thank God for these guys. Yeah. And you've heard a lot of them that have been on this podcast. Yep. So if you're not detail oriented, find those around you that are. Yeah. That is the key message there. Most of our support staff has a high level of accuracy, right? Because we listened to Devon's episode with our controller, right? And just having those pieces around, even our cannon is a lot more detailed. Candy's a lot more detailed, just taking notes, getting things done. And because those are the things that we needed, you have a leader of the ship, and then you need the rest of the team to be on board and getting buy-in. Let's talk about traction, Shelly. How do you feel about traction and the way we run our team meetings and our level 10s? Well, I will tell you, if you're an organization and you're starting out and you do not implement traction within your organization, you're missing out. I would first highly recommend a traction coach to kind of get you started. 
But that should be the foundation, the template of what you do in your organization on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, right? Your one, three, five-year goals, your 10-year goals, the way that you handle meetings, your week, they call them weekly tens, your weekly 10 meetings, the way that you handle your rocks, your challenges. Level tens. Yes. Level 10. Thank you. I call them weekly tens, level 10 meetings. And just even that with your own company jargon, what does that look like? How are you filing things? Is it tribal knowledge or do they understand what that means? So traction, I believe, is the foundation. It's the cornerstone of making any organization successful. Well, yeah, I think that and then really the effect that it has on our people and our hiring process. I think that's been a big... Well, traction and culture are two different things. And I would say that I don't think traction teaches culture. It teaches more the business aspect of it. But culture, that comes from leadership. It comes from the top. I personally think it goes hand in hand, right? So I think traction is culture. Like the culture piece of traction is like you're hiring. Like how are you hiring? That's a function of the right people in the right seats, right? And you have culture in your company, whether you know it or not, is if you're going to decide yeah. that you want to control it and narrate it, right? And so that's something we've decided to do this year that's been a big piece of what we do. Let's get into some of your funny stories, right? So- Uh-oh. Let's go in, like, what happens in investor relations that people should know about? Like, that's just off-the-wall stuff that happens that you have to deal with. Well, okay. Well, that could be a whole podcast in itself, Corey. But I would say if you're in the investor relations role, I think the number one thing that you must possess is patience. Because walking people through paperwork is going to require patience. If you have an investor portal... If it's the investor's first time logging into your system and you're walking them through the paperwork, there's some jargon, there's some questions on there that they may not understand. So it is up to you, whoever's on your team, to make sure that that investor is crystal clear on the questions, what they mean, how to answer them, how they fill them out. And if you can make that process for them as hassle-free and as easy as possible, you will have winning, winning folks that will sing your praises and that will be your loyal investors. They'll always want to do deals with you. And that's part of the process. So I like to make sure that when I'm working with an investor, if they don't understand, I'm going to jump on a Zoom call with them. I'm going to open up the paperwork with them and walk them through it. And I always say for us, it takes about five minutes to do this. I'll give you an example. Last night, I had a gal, her name was Ann, and she said, Shelly, I've never done this before. I've never, I said, well, let me just walk you through Ann. And I just sat on the phone with her. Now, her first time took a little bit longer, only because she was getting familiar with the process and getting familiar with our platform. And so there was a couple of things that she struggled with, but I was there to hold her hand and to walk her through that process. And at the end of the call, she's like, oh my gosh, Shelly, thank you so much for helping me on this. I go, it's not a problem. I said, see, it was easier than you thought. And the next time we have a deal, you'll be able to go through that process very quickly. She's like, yep, I understand it. And I'm very comfortable. And you know, from there, after they do their paperwork, I always say, okay, here's what to expect next. And I'm always making sure that I'm walking through each investor of every step of the way, whether when their paperwork is completed, when they start funding the deal, when their fund has hit our end, what to expect after their funds come in, right? That whole process, they are always in the loop and I'm making sure that their hand is being held because that is highly, highly important. What about people that have issues, right? I mean, this is on the investor front end side, like we've got right. investors coming to, we're actively in a deal right now. So we're seeing a lot of that. But what about on the other side of things? I'm not happy. Oh, and the investor is not happy? Yeah, because I think your biggest gift is you're a really good listener. 
Well, that, and I understand where they're coming from. So if they're not happy, it would be for a couple of reasons, right? So you have to really probe and dig down, like, what is it that you're unhappy about? Were you unhappy with the financial report? Was there something that was missing in the reporting that um, didn't get relate to you? The communication? What was it? We had an investor. So, well, I didn't think we should have known something about that. And I was like, no, you're right. And here's the other piece too. If the investor has a valid reason, and I always say we own up to it, we don't ever sugarcoat or try to put the blame on someone else, we will own it. And I think owning it and say, you know what, we screwed up and we're so sorry, we're going to fix that. Thank you for your feedback, right? Because we're not perfect. (laughs) We're not perfect. No, I always think about like, so there's the video with Elon Musk. This guy's like, he's talking about his booster rocket. He's like, well, did you do this for this other one? And he's like, you know what? Wait, that's actually a good idea. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to fix that. And we've had that in our company where we're going through stuff. We're like, yeah, I didn't like the way this happened. You're like, wait, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're all right. We're going to fix that. That's an issue, the way that came out, right? Or sometimes too many emails at one time or, hey, I'm an investor. I don't want to see all your marketing emails, right? There's always little things in business that happen. You're like, it's tuning up and cleaning up your systems. But again, I think what Shelly's gift is, is she's really good at listening to them and letting them get it out. A lot of times they want to get it out first, right? They don't even want a solution at that point. They just want to be heard. Right. Well, just recently I had an investor that got another email, a duplicate email that says, hey, fund this deal, right? So we were waiting on his funding and it hadn't gone through. And so he kept getting reminders. He said, Shelly, I already sent the money. And I said, okay, well, let's see what's going on. So I'm digging. I'm like, where is so-and-so's money? And come to find out, we're like, well, it's not in. And so now it is death confirm. I'm freaking out. And so I'm on the phone with the bank and I said, here's the wine confirmation. He says it's done. And so, and I have the investor and I have the bank on the line. And then I have my accounting team. They go, well, such and such LLC came through on this date. And lo and behold, because it wasn't the investor name, this is a rookie mistake, by the way, it was his LLC. And we just didn't catch it because we didn't match the LLC to the investor's name. So For those that are listening, when you're looking at funding, you make sure that the LLC, if the person's name is not on there, make sure that your people understand that this LLC belongs to this particular investor. And that was the case with us, that the investor's name did not match the investor's LLC. And so there was a disconnect. So we all did a big sigh of relief. We're like, oh, we found it. Thank goodness. (laughs) And I apologize to the investor. I'm like, you know what? That was a rookie mistake. That is on us. And I am so sorry. And that won't ever happen again. But you are good to go. It was just teaching our, you know, we had a new admin that was watching the bank accounts every day, right? Right. And that's part of our process is to say, yep, this these people's funds come in. And these funds had came in, but she didn't associate it with anything. And like that's like, hold on, time out. That should have been the question is, where do these funds belong to? If it's right. not a person, then it's got to be an LLC or an IRA. Yep. Right? There you go. Or trust. Right. And so let's go find out who that is, right? And it's usually not that hard pretty easy to do most of the time. But it's all those little nuances that I think if you have someone new on your team that they don't understand that. And so you just have to make sure that you're training and coaching and saying, hey, if this is an LLC or an IRA, just make sure you match that with the investor name and make sure all that gets uploaded in the right places, whatever your process is. Here in our process internally, we do everything through the portal, which I think is the safest and more secured platform way to do it. Hey, would you like to learn more about Kahuna Investments in our deal room? Let's do virtual coffee. Book a 15-minute call with us so we can learn more about your investment goals and how Kahuna Investments can help.
Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee to book your call today. Again, that's kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee. Let's have some virtual coffee and get to know one another. Well, now let's talk about your growth and kind of your elevation as well, because I don't think you'll stay in the spot that you're at, even though it's one of your best spots for sure. But let's talk about how you're growing into helping me with really, truly marketing and being a presence and a voice for our company. Oh, this is exciting for me because it's one of those things where recently I was up on stage at a conference and sharing what I know. And it was such a great joy to do that. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much, but I believe that there's such a need for folks that are looking for a way out and they're looking for education. They're looking for mentorship, coaching on how to do this business called syndication, specifically multifamily investing. So I really do see more myself being side by side with you, honey, being out there, being the face, promoting, loving on people, helping people. That gives me great joy. And so I hope to do more of those things, be on more shows, be on more podcasts. If you're out there listening and you have your own show, I'd love to be your guest. Just give me a call. I'll jump on. <laughs> Why are you laughing you at go. me, honey? <laughs> That's a yeah, shameless plug. I love it. There are no rules when you're on the podcast. <laughs> and I will say that, you know, it's funny because we we're shooting a video the other day and it was Shelly and she did like it. Killed it in two takes, right? Like done, right? Bagged it, right? It was one. You said, well, I'm a one take wonder. Well, it was really two, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had to warm up the first one. The first one didn't count, honey. Because we had the air. The that's air was right. The yeah, the air was in the background. That's right. It could have worked, but it just, we had air. We had to get some noise out, some stuff. But so it technically could have been one, but it was two. Okay. Just right? let me win that one. It was one. One take. God, Say okay, it. One yeah. take wonder. You'd one take wonder, Shelly. <laughs> But that is something you're very comfortable with as well. I've always known this about you. You're very comfortable in talking to people. You're a very powerful woman, and I know that. And that's what I love about you, because if I didn't have someone pushing me the way you do and challenging me, life would be pretty boring. That's not what I'm looking for. Say it again, honey. Say it again. (laughs) What I heard there, folks, is without me, life would be boring for Corey Peterson. That's what I got out of that. Is that right? I'm just clarifying and confirming. All right. I can say without you on my ass all the time, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) But it really is. And I'll say this for anybody listening. I wrote a book called Copy Your Way to Success. And their story of Shelly and I journey as a new couple to coming. Because Shelly was there from the very beginning. She was with me when I first had the idea. And the greatest gift that my wife has ever given to me was her belief. She gave me her belief. She believed in me when no one else would. And um, at a time that I could probably not even believe in myself. And that's all I needed. And it was giving me the strength to propel forward and to go at it hardcore without any, I never reined myself in. When I would fail or make mistakes, Shelly would pick me up and get me righted and whisper her words of praise and her songs of peace and mend my heart, mend me. And then she'd kick me out the door and say, go get them. Man, oh man, I'm getting all kinds of love deposits right now. What's going on here? (laughs) I'm just trying to be honest here. This is what happened. I'm going to let you on a little secret too. You believed in me as well, honey. So thank you. 
Because I don't think I would have ever jumped into this business with you and would have just stayed in my pharmaceutical industry if you hadn't encouraged me to jump in. For those that listen to Corey, he always says, jump in. The water's nice. (laughs) Water's warm. The water is warm. Let's go. Yeah. Well, because you've always had this gift. You are the best salesperson I've ever seen. And like, what's the movie with the pharmaceutical movie? The one with Viagra. For the Love of Drugs? Yeah. Is that the one with Viagra? Yeah. 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 Everybody's seen that. Anne Hathaway and, uh, oh, what's that? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. But so it's funny because we're watching that. We're like, that's exactly. It's the whole office call. When you know the girls in the front and all the girls that give you access, right? And Shelly was a master at it, dude. It would be the one girl, like, this doctor doesn't see anybody, but Shelly walks right through, right? But she wouldn't just walk right through because she'd be like, hey, girl, what's going on? She's talking to the front office manager, everybody. Like, everybody knows Shelly P. Right, honey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it so many times, right? But again, you've always sold it to another company. That piece, that piece of you, you've always given it for someone else. Job just yep. over broke, right? Yep. And you've never really given it to Kahuna. I had the golden handcuffs, Corey. Yeah. That's what that's called. But in the beginning, that's what we needed too. Right. Right. Like when we were first starting out, that was the piece that I needed you to make hundred thousand plus a year because I was the risky guy. I was trying to figure out this thing called real estate and we had to live how we moved out of our house. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've had some tough times. That's for sure. Yeah. But we were always willing to do whatever it took. And I think that's our testament in our story. And as we propel forward, right? What did we say our new word was for this year, 2024? Domination. Dominate. We're going You're to dominate. dominate. Right. <laughs> like the Terminator. <laughs> we're here to so, dominate. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> I call that winning. We're going to win. <laughs> win big. Yeah, but it really is dominate our market, dominate our market share, get really good and get really focused and stop playing defense and start playing offense, right? right? The time now to start buying deals and getting going. The winds of change are changing again, and the pendulum has stopped going to the shitty side, and now it's going into the, hey, this could be kind of good side. And so if that's the case, let's move all in. And as we record this podcast, I just came back. From a new deal, I flew to San Antonio and looking at deals and we're about ready to close one. And yep. we've got a lot of things going and we're going to continue that forward momentum because A, it's a lot of fun and it's just what we do. That's what we do. Right. Anything you want to add? No, you're giving me the look. I don't know. I'm trying to read you right now. This is my pause <laughs> for you to say something. I'm like, what are you trying to say? I say a bite, you get to say a bite. I say a bite, you get to say a bite. Well, you know me, honey. Give me full control. You won't get one word in otherwise. So don't hand me the microphone and not expect me to say anything. So, (laughs) but that was nice. All right. So, well, as we wrap up again, there's lots of pieces in a management company and in a business and operations of a really successful syndication company, which is what we do. We take other people's money and we put it in the vehicles, real estate, right? We partner with passive investors to create award-winning apartment communities. Students and family are proud to call home. That's kind of our- That's our mission. That's our mission statement. But it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And it takes a team and it takes a tribe. And that's what we have here. And I'm pretty proud of it. What about you, Shell? 
Oh, I'm super proud. And it's just getting, we call it mo better. It's getting mo better every, every day. So what would you tell anybody that's new, Shelly? Any new investors out there that are just kind of getting in, what would you want to tell them as a new person starting? Well, if they're a new investor, I would highly encourage them to do- Not new investor, this oh, is new education. Oh, new education. If you are someone that's looking into learn about the industry is really find people that you connect with, that you can be a part of their tribe find a coach, find a mentor, but more importantly, just get into action. Just get out there. I think a lot of times people jump into this business and they get analysis paralysis. They want to get all the information before they go jump in and do a deal. I would say find value in what you do. Are you good at sourcing deals, finding deals? Are you good at raising capital? You know, people utilize your strengths. And then I would sell that to someone that's a GP or a sponsor or someone that's a key principal and get into their network and get to know people. So I think starting there is really your network is just networking, right? Your net worth is Mm -hmm. your network. Is that how you say it, honey? Network is your network. Yep. Yep. And start surrounding yourself with the right people, more importantly. Amen. Yep. And guys, for those of you that are looking to kind of get into the business, here shortly, probably the next couple of weeks, we're going to start announcing some workshop series that we're going to be doing to help. We're going to do some five-day workshops that are going to really help. And I think uh, we haven't figured out exactly how we're going to do it yet. We're building the back end of the funnels for it. But we'll be announcing that here shortly for you to start learning and getting a little bit more of how we do it, how we set it up. And we're going to be having our Apartments to Millions live course. It's a three-day whirlwind is what it is. It is one of the best events that we've created. That's going to be in what, April, Shelly? End of April or March. I'm still finalizing the dates. So we'll be in Phoenix or Scottsdale. And it will most likely be the end of April or the first week of March. So just narrowing it down to a couple of vendors. Or maybe you just want to be a passive investor. I think we have a lot of those people come on this podcast that are listening and learning about that. And so for those of you that are looking to learn more about passive investing, what you should be looking out for we got a gift for you right now. So this is our book, Trust But Verify. Shelly has a copy of it too. If you'll text the word TRUST to 480-500-1127. So text the word TRUST to 480-500-1127. We will send you this book for free. It is a really good book. It's called Trust But Verify, The Passive Investor's Guide to Evaluating Real Estate Syndicators. So people like me, I wrote a book so you can have some kind of behind the scenes knowledge of what you should be looking for. And so this book is dedicated to those passive investors who want to learn more, or maybe you want to do apartments and you still want to learn the other side as well. Because a lot of people start off as an investor and they invest in a couple of deals and then they start kind of learning the next step is like, I think I want to be more of an owner operator. So all that stuff happens, guys. But here's the thing. As we close up, really, it is about belief. Belief is the thing. It is the little piece that will move your needle. Nothing happens until an ideal is formed. But guys, when you get that idea, I'm telling you, you got to cradle it. You've got to look at it. and You've got to think about it. You've got to get fixated on it, right? And then you've got to protect it because you take this little dream. And I did this as well. And I share it with people. And guess what they did, Shelly? What did they do? They poo-pooed on it, honey. They stomped on it. Especially Mama Lucy. (laughs) Oh, man. She was my fuel, right? (laughs) You take this dream and you be careful who you share it with, right? Who do you share it with? People that are entrepreneurs, people that can handle 
that dream, right? People that don't have jobs, usually entrepreneurs are the best, right? Because they're going to look at it from an entrepreneurship type of view because it's not normal. Most people have a job. Most people are just over broke. Most people are not living the life of sunsets and palm trees. Guys, that idea is so powerful. It is the spark that can lead you and make you multi-millions of dollars. It has Shelly and I right? It is the difference maker for us. And it has been an incredible journey, right, honey? Been the best. Wouldn't have it any other way. And the truth is, even though we've been doing this since 2005, I still feel like we're just getting started, right? We have hitting escape velocity in our company and our people and the staff and our processes. And I'm so excited because I want to build a company that will keep and be here long after I'm gone right? I want my brand and my company to stand for something and mean something. Long after Shelly and I are no longer on this earth, I still want it to be here around for people to say that was a company led by a leader, by a person that I admire, right? By people, Shelly and I are a couple that were committed to the process, that it meant something to them, right? That we helped investors. We helped investors make money and we did the right thing. And help our students become free as well. And we have so many that have they have dominated, they have won, they are living their best lives. And man, there's so much joy to see. I'll give you an example. This is a newsletter from one of our students and smart investing. I'm gonna give them a plug out. But yeah, I mean, I look at stuff like this. They have their own podcast, they're duplicating the systems, they're doing all the right things, and they are taking down deals, man, and they're making millions and that's changing their lives. And guess what? They're teaching other investors, they're teaching other people on how this game is played. And it just brings me so much satisfaction and joy to watch our friends win, to see it impact our families' lives, our friends' lives, and the workers around us. It is just a wonderful giving industry, and I'm just thankful to be a part of it. So the more that we can do to help you along your journey, we're here to help and serve. And honey, I'm very proud of you. I don't know if I tell you that enough, but I am just so excited and just so proud of the man that you are and the leader that you are. So thank you from all of us here at Corporate Headquarters. We love you so much. And I can say it because I'm Asian. We love you long time. Oh my gosh, you're almost ready to crack. I'm 90%, a little. You went 90%. Uh, 90%. Right? That's it. Well, let's end on that, guys. Listen, success is not easy, but it's always worth it, guys. If you believe it, you can achieve it, and your paradise is possible. Mm-hmm.